ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಸಂಮ್ಯೂಸಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆನ್ ವಿವೇಕ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ ವಿವೇಕ ಇಸ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ದ ರೂಟ್ ಬಬ್ ವಿಚ್ same same uh, uh, another form of the same root we have vichara another word we have which means enquiry then why do we need another word called viveka while the word vichara is for any kind of enquiry in general like atma vichara self enquiry the word viveka has the force of looking at two different things which might be confusing so so therefore the word viveka is translated as discernment discernment is always between two things generally two or three things there is a mix up and so through discernment we understand what is it that needs to be needs to be delineated so this is the this is what is called viveka and so what is the the discernment what is so discerning here the discernment in the in in vedanta shastra is not really discerning between two things in the universe it is a very big discernment it's a discernment of what it is that i have to pursue and what it is that really matters in other words what is the reality and what is not the reality and naturally i want to pursue that which is real and in fact we have a way of looking for the real thing everywhere finding a job that is real finding a life partner that is the real thing and in fact the sellers of coca cola are convinced they have the real thing <laughs> everybody is looking for the real thing the word for real in sanskritam is that which is always unchanging nitya always the same that which never has a beginning never has an end and is always one and the same that is what is called nitya and then there is something of course its opposite is also there there is something that is its opposite what would that be anitya when you negate nitya you get anitya so we have nitya and then we have anitya and so viveka is traditionally defined as 
ನಿತ್ಯ ಅನಿತ್ಯ ವಸ್ತು ವಿವೇಕ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಿತ್ಯ ವಸ್ತು ವಿವೇಕ ವಿಚ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ಡಿಸರ್ನ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಇಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಇಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಸೊ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಐ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಪರ್ಸ್ಯೂ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಬಟ್ ದ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ಈಸ್ ವೈ ಡು ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸೋ ಮಚ್ ಟ್ರಬಲ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಇಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಅ ನೋ ಬ್ರೈನರ್ ಸಪೋಸಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ 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 ಎ ಬೋಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಗ್ಲಾಸ್ ಬೋಲ್ ದೇರ್ ಆರ್ ಸಮ್ ವ್ಯಾಕ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ಸ್ ಕೆಪ್ಟ್ ಟುಗೆದರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸೈಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿ ಕನ್ಫ್ಯೂಸಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸೇ ಓ ಲುಕ್ ಎಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಯು ನೋ ವಿಚ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಯು ಡೋಂಟ್ ನೋ ಬಟ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಕ್ಲೋಸರ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಬ್ರಿಂಗಿಂಗ್ ದ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ ಟಚಿಂಗ್ ದ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಎನಫ್ ಬಟ್ ಇಫ್ ದೇ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬೀನ್ ಕ್ಲೆವರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬೀನ್ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ರೆಪ್ಲಿಕೇಟ್ ದ ಸ್ಕಿನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವ್ಯಾಕ್ಸಿನ್ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ ದೆನ್ ಬ್ರಿಂಗಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಟು ಯುವರ್ ನೋಸ್ ಟೇಕಿಂಗ್ ದ ಅರೋಮಾ ದಟ್ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಟೆಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಅಸ್ ದ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಟ್ ದ ವೆರಿ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಕಟ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ವಿಲ್ ಟೆಲ್ ಅಸ್ ದ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಸ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ದಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೋ ಲೈಕ್ ದಿಸ್ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಮೇಕ್ ಮೇಕ್ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಮೇಕ್ ಔಟ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಆರ್ ಮಿಕ್ಸ್ಡ್ ಅಪ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅ ರಿಯಲ್ ಎಲಿಫೆಂಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅನ್ ಎಲಿಫೆಂಟ್ ಮೇಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಗ್ರೇ ಸ್ಟೋನ್ ಸ್ಕಲ್ಪ್ಚರ್ ದಟ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಅಪಾನ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಕ್ಲೋಸರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಮೂವಿಂಗ್ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ದ ಲಕ್ಷಣ ಫಾರ್ ಟೆಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ದ ರಿಯಲ್ ಎಲಿಫೆಂಟ್ ಅಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಿ ಅನ್ರಿಯಲ್ ಒನ್ ವೈಲ್ ಅವರ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ಗನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ವೆರಿ ಗುಡ್ ಇನ್ ಇನ್ ಡಿಲೀನಿಯೇಟಿಂಗ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಯೂಸ್ಲೆಸ್ ವೆನ್ ಇಟ್ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ಟು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಸ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಐ ಅಹಂ ದ ಸಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ದ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಸೇಜ್ ಈಸ್ ನಿತ್ಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಅನಿತ್ಯ ಹೌ ಟು ಡಿಲೀನಿಯೇಟ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ದ ಟು ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಐ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೋ ಮೆನಿ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ಸ್ ಕಮ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ವೈ ವಿವೇಕ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಎ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ವರ್ತ್ ಪರ್ಸ್ಯೂವಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಡೆಫಿನೆಟ್ಲಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಅ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಎಮಿನೆಂಟ್ಲಿ ವರ್ತ್ ಮೈ ಟೈಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವರ್ತ್ ಮೈ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ ಟು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಹಿಂಜಸ್ ದ ರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಎನ್ಕ್ವ ಎನ್ಕ್ವೈರಿ ವಿತ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಫೇಮಸ್ ಮೇಡ್ ಫೇಮಸ್ ಬೈ ಭಗವಾನ್ ರಮಣ ಮಹರ್ಷಿ ಹೂ ಆಮ್ ಐ ದಟ್ ಹೂ ಆಮ್ ಐ ಎನ್ಕ್ವೈರಿ ಆತ್ಮಜ್ಞಾನ ವಿಚಾರ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಎನ್ಕ್ವೈರಿ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಕಾಲ್ ಇಟ್ ಬಿಗಿನ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ವಿವೇಕ ವಿವೇಕ ವುಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ನೀಡೆಡ್ ಇಫ್ ದೇರ್ ವಾಸ್ ನೋ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆನ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಒನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಫ್ ದಿ ಇಫ್ ದಿ ಐ ವಾಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಮಿಕ್ಸ್ಡ್ ಅಪ್ ಇನ್ ದ ನಾಟ್ ಐ ದೆನ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ನೀಡ್ ಟು ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರಿಮಿನೇಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ನೀಡ್ ಟು ಡಿಲೀನಿಯೇಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ನೀಡ್ ಟು ಡಿಸರ್ನ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಒನ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ನೋಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೊ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಫ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆನ್ಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ನೀಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ವಿವೇಕ ಬಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆನ್ಸ್ ಈಸ
and therefore mix-up is there. Mix-up rests on self-ignorance. I do not know who I really am. Self-ignorance, that's an expression of self-ignorance. Therefore, what? I take myself to be what I am not. <laughs> this is the mix-up. I'm as good as the body. Dehe nashte aham nashtaha. If the body is destroyed, what happens to me? I am destroyed. If the mind is destroyed, I am gone. If the senses are gone, I am gone. And likewise, the person says, I am lame, identifying with a leg that is not there. I am mute, identifying with a faculty that uh, of speech which is not there. And I am, I am bald. <laughs> Here, the person identifies with a bunch of hair that is not there. <laughs> And so, because this mix-up is there, we have the, the Viveka becomes the first entry point into qualifying for what we call Atma-Jnana, Atma-Vichara, etc. You know, to, to understand the Atma, I have to have this Viveka. Of what is the Viveka? What is real? What is not real? What to pursue? And what to ignore? Speaking of pursuits, in the Hindu dharma, they are called uh, purusharthas. They are four in number. Sarvaihi purushaihi arthyate, that which is desired by all beings. So there is a there is a universality about this purushartha, the pursuits which are which are so many and so varied but from the standpoint of grouping them all the many and varied pursuits of all human beings in all parts of the globe and if there are other parallel universes we can include that also come into four categories dharma that is values pursuit of values that make me free of conflict and, and strife, both inner and outer strife, inner and outer conflict, dharma, artha, which is commonly known as security, kama, any kind of pleasure, pleasure seeking is called kama, and then finally, moksha, which is freedom from seeking altogether. And so of these, let us start with artha to begin with. Dharma we'll take up later. Let us consider the pursuit of security. And now, you know, the one question to ask is, are we as human beings seeking security or actually, are we seeking freedom from insecurity? Huh? This is a very important question. It's not just it is being reversed and I'm using the opposite by adding I-N to security. Because security, seeking security is different than being free from insecurity. Because you see, for example, if we look at it like this, uh, is the person, the person who is 
carrying crutches. The person who is carrying crutches is insecure about her legs, his legs. That is why they are carrying crutches. <laughs> so, so the crutch is for what? For the one who has come to the uh, understanding that I am insecure. As long as one is insecure on the crutches, uh, sorry, on one's legs, then there is, there is uh, the need for crutches, walking stick, etc. So then the, the one who is secure with regard to one's legs does not need crutches. In fact, crutches are not part of the daily dressing. You don't don a nice sari and then put, you know, use crutches. No. You don't do that. A nice sari or a suit and then you, 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 you do crutches. No. So therefore, the more one needs these crutches, proverbial crutches here, that means the more one feels insecure. Do we want crutches or do we want to be free from insecurity? This is a very important question. Obviously, nobody wants crutches. And then when we look at all the things that the crutches represent, finan finances, crutches, name, it's a crutch, fame, crutch, I want power, that's a crutch, I want community, that's a crutch, I want to feel good, that's a crutch, I want validation, that's a crutch, I want to be special, that's a crutch. In fact, Whatever the one, any kind of security that one is seeking, that immediately brings to mind that one is feeling insecure. We are just trying to understand what's going on. It's not a judgment here. So it's not about who is right, etc., who is wrong, etc. But we are just looking into the unpacking the concept of artha security as a valid pursuit in the in the human life. This is we, we need to analyze the reasons and look at the fallacy and look at their fallacies and, and then only come to the conclusion what is real. So it's a big revelation to understand that one is not seeking security. One cannot handle insecurity, so therefore one wants freedom from insecurity. Oh, you're just keeping on playing with words. It doesn't make much of a difference. Well, it does, because when I look at it this way, that I am seeking freedom from insecurity, then the pursuit takes on a slightly deeper, uh, uh, deeper, uh, you know, uh, direction. There is more depth in the pursuit. Because if I say I'm seeking security, let us take that statement, that means I have already concluded that I am insecure. And if I have already concluded I am insecure, that becomes the, the, the place to seek security. But if I say I want freedom from insecurity, then that leads me to the next question, why am I insecure? <laughs> this is where we have to go. This is in fact Viveka. This is Viveka. So the body is insecure. 
with regard to the body i am insecure it is subject to age it is sub it is time bound it is subject to illness it is subject to disease all kinds of things so then that is where the confusion is and that is why i need an enquiry and that is why this enquiry is called viveka not vichara viveka is enquiry when there are when there are two things which are mixed up and what are the two things that are mixed up here aham i and not i atma i and not self anatma anatma and so the not knowing the i leads me to conclusions that at best do not stand we can say they do not stand the test of the shastra pramana i mean they do not stand the test of uh, of the upanishads even i write my bio autobiography <laughs> it is dipped in the ink of tears first chapter why me second chapter <laughs> this goes on and on third chapter how to survive fourth chapter more complaints fifth chapter not conclusion <laughs> to be continued in the next janma same thing what kind of an autobiography is it if i am happy with this autobiography if i am able to read it and present it to the world also then we can end this conversation right here but i am not happy with this autobiography in fact i reject this autobiography summarily i do not want any kind of this story at all to be my story therefore the upanishads the uh, uh, the teachings of the hindu dharma known as vedanta or upanishads they have a different view of the i they have a view of the i not only a vision that i want to assimilate a vision that i love to hear but a vision that is very convincing that i already am and so the upanishad takes the liberty to rewrite our autobiography from sounding like the jaded faded jeeva been there done that sick tired tired sick bored all the things have been used up all the sense organs have been used up in the pursuit of meaningless items and things and people and dead end situations the repeated pursuits of dead end situations have left me deadened to the realities in life so the upanishad has a different story about my life which i want to keep on hearing it says you are whole you are free you are free of sorrow you are free of fear and this is not something you have to become you already are that the only way that is standing between you and what you want to be is your own ignorance which can be dismissed which can be removed through a committed pursuit 
of the teachings of the Upanishads. Now my seeking is very different. Before I was thinking what, how to seek security. Now I understand it is, it is, it is not really the Purushartha. It is freedom from insecurities, Purushartha. And we'll, when we look at the statement freedom from insecurity, that is not describing the Purushartha called Artha. It is describing the Purushartha called Moksha. The definition of Moksha verily is in fact freedom from insecurity. That's why we always say, we start with four Purusharthas because the Upanishad goes along with one's ignorance in the beginning. You go, you, you teach the person where the person is at. Now the Artha Purushartha is swallowed up because it has become one with Moksha. It is swallowed up because Moksha means what? Freedom from insecurity and freedom from uh, so some kind of a, a incompleteness and that is what artha used to be and now it is moksha so now out of four purusharthas how many remain three remain let us go now discussing kama often uh, translated as uh, as what is that as uh, um, pleasure Pleasure, seeking pleasure, tapping some happiness. Again, it's not very well understood. What does this mean? I am seeking happiness means I am unhappy. <laughs> so I seek happiness because I am unhappy. So now this is very interesting. So if I am seeking happiness, is it like seeking any other object? I'm seeking chocolate cake. I'm seeking ice cream. <laughs> I'm seeking bondas, some kind of fried fritters. Uh, so what is it that I'm seeking? It is not an object. Because what is it that makes me happy is not what makes you happy, or not what makes the other person happy, not what makes any, uh, anybody in the world happy. Some people are happy going rock climbing. <laughs> Some people are saying, get me down. I don't know how I came up here. Get me down and I'm, I'll be happy once I come down. Some people say by eating this, that or the other, I'm happy. I, I love jackfruit. I want jackfruit, some kind of a tropical fruit. And the other person says, get that jackfruit away from me. It has a very strong smell. I like grapes. And so where is this, uh, where is this happiness? So, so happiness is not an object. So that's why we find that the people in the world are so busy. One is seeking something and the other one is, is trying to get rid of that very thing that the first person is seeking. And so therefore, we are not really seeking happiness because we can't pinpoint to an object called happiness. Supposing you say, yes, I love uh, uh, coffee. Coffee makes me happy. Does coffee make you happy all the time? No. <laughs> if you have a stomach upset, you say, please don't bring me coffee. 
if you don't want the coffee it doesn't make you happy the sight of coffee makes you just more sick because you have some kind of an upset stomach flu and then again even if the stomach is all right if the mood is off you have had a fight with the significant other or with a loved one family member then also you don't feel like drinking coffee right then and so if it is happy if if the if the happiness is in the object it should make me feel happy at all times whenever i look at it whenever i have it near me or whenever i become one with it but then that is not the case so what i am seeking is not happiness ayyo first i was seeking security <laughs> then we came to the conclusion i am not seeking security now i am seeking happiness now we are saying that i am not seeking happiness then what am i seeking i am seeking to be a happy person not happiness because happiness is not an object it's neither outside nor inside nor in the west nor in the east nor in the north nor in the south nor in some other galaxy what is it that i'm seeking i want to be a happy person this is what i want i want to be a happy self and if i'm happy self that means what is the conclusion i am an unhappy self in other words the self is unhappy that is the conclusion self is not happy this is the conclusion i am not the happy self and so therefore what again we look at this autobiography called the upanishad and in its view you are happy <laughs> forget the view of the upanishad even in your own view in sleep what happens if you are not happy self if you are an unhappy person then that means that is the reality you should be unhappy all the time but in sleep you are happy no credit card debt no worries no annoyance no anger no sorrow no fear that's why nobody wants to get up everybody wants to continue sleeping <laughs> it's so hard to get up and it's so much fun to go to sleep this is why because i can be myself and what is this self when all the roles mother father sister brother son daughter all the roles employer employee neighbor friend citizen all the roles uh, roles are gone into a mini dissolution they are all dissolved pralaya a baby pralaya has taken place they are all dissolved and what obtains here is not the unhappy person what is the who is the one that obtains <laughs> happy person ananda in sleep and ananda also even by, while awake sometimes i am in touch with ananda when i listen to music when i listen to something that is immersive absorbing when i am able to forget this not happy i that i have concluded i am when i have uh, you know when i forget that then th th that conclusion is constantly eroded so then <laughs> and then so therefore what so therefore we had three purusharthas and the freedom from the unhappy self what is that 
Moksha. So we had three Purusharthas. First we had four. Then Artha and Moksha became one. And then what is Kama? Seeking happiness or seeking the happy self. And the happy self was shown to be not unhappy at all. In fact, it was occasionally unhappy. And so therefore what? I'm seeking freedom from unhappy, being unhappy. I'm seeking freedom from unhappiness centered on the I. And then what? <laughs> freedom from the unhappy self is again moksha. Freedom from the unhappy self is again moksha. So what is really karma? Freedom from not being happy. Freedom from the not happy self. That is karma. And that freedom from the not happy self is again moksha. Because the word freedom is moksha. Freedom from anything that you don't want is moksha. So now how many purusharthas are there? <laughs> Dharma and moksha we can count too. <laughs> Soon, you know, soon it will be one. Wait for it. Soon it will be one. So what do we have left? Dharma. And what is dharma? Dharma is this, uh, uh, the, the dharma is this uh, values, a matrix of norms, which we all abide by because we want to live peacefully together. And everything in the world cannot be codified into laws. He sat in my place. You cannot put a lawsuit. <laughs> so therefore, there is an unwritten code of conduct. Do not sit in the place that has been occupied by somebody else. If they go for two minutes and especially if they have a book or a pen or a bag kept on that chair, that means it is occupied. Don't just throw that on the floor and park yourself on that seat. This is dharma. Why is it dharma? Because you would be very angry if somebody else did that to you. That is why it is called the golden rule. Do unto others as they want you, as you want them to do unto you. Do not do unto others as you don't want them to do unto you. This is dharma. Simple. It's a matrix of norms. And it is in fact, even though we are discussing it towards the end, it is in fact the first Purushartha. It is the first Purushartha because it, it readies oneself, it readies the person for moksha. That's, the, that's precisely the reason I'm talking about it last after, uh, after collapsing the other two Purusharthas into moksha. So now we have dharma and moksha. Dharma becomes a means for moksha. Knowing this is viveka. Knowing this is viveka. And, and so therefore, what is this dharma? It's a place for inner growth. Dharma is a, the pursuit of inner growth. Pursuit of emotional maturity is dharma. Pursuit of spiritual growth is dharma. And this is very, very unique to the human being. In all other respects, we are like animals. They, uh, 
they eat, we eat. They go to sleep, we go to sleep. They are subject to fear. As humans, we are subject to fear. They reproduce. The, we are also capable of reproduction. And what is the distinguishing factor? They cannot follow dharma. They need not follow dharma because they don't have complexes centered on the I. Complexes means these wrong conclusions. I am insecure, I am in unhappy, all these wrong conclusions they don't have. So therefore, this dharma alone distinguishing, distinguishing feature of the human being, it is pursued for spiritual growth. Because there is another type of growth that takes place on its own. One grows up, one blossoms, and then one, star one starts to deteriorate every living being. And then one is gone. These are called six modifications. From birth to death are talked about in the Shastra. Undergoing these six modifications, all the other beings seem to be okay with who they are. But for the human beings, these six modifications, the natural process of growth is not enough. One needs another, one needs to initiate another kind of growth. Growing as a human being, that itself gives a certain kind of a satisfaction, a contentment in the relative sense, based on which I can pursue absolute contentment. And so dharma becomes a means for gaining emotional maturity. Dharma for growth. So you discover self-growth. And self-growth is a purushartha, relatively speaking. Self-growth is a purushartha. It's not the purushartha, it is a purushartha because I have the tendency to see myself as imperfect. I want to be more compassionate, more accommodative, etc., etc. And the, the concept of perfection itself is a problem because the Shastra describes you as already perfect, not needing any kind of modification. So therefore, the, uh, the freedom from imperfection, the so-called imperfection, uh, is the purushartha. And then so if dharma is a relative purushartha, freedom seeking, freedom from the notion of imperfection, and seeking freedom means what I already said, moksha. <laughs> so how many purusharthas do we have? From four, we have whittled it down to one. Therefore, what is everybody seeking? Moksha. <laughs> everybody is seeking moksha. Whether they know it or not is a different thing, but everybody is seeking moksha. Therefore, moksha is not one of the four things that one is seeking. It is the only thing that one is seeking. And not knowing that one is seeking moksha, this desire to be free of wanting perfection, wanting this, wanting that, is, is morphed into four. Three other purusharthas. In fact, there is only one Purushartha. And knowing this is discernment. The fallacy in all my conclusions of what I am pursuing is discernment. 
at that time seeking freedom from insecurity is not discerned due to aviveka that time free seeking freedom from being unhappy is not discerned due to aviveka that i am seeking freedom from uh, from being perfect is is not discerned due to aviveka and this is this is exactly the this is exactly what we have to understand and and therefore what is one seeking moksha and moksha is nitya nothing else is nitya even heaven and all these places that you go to anitya 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 heaven also cannot be eternal nitya means always the same eternal limitless heaven cannot be limitless why because because if it has a if it, if, if it has been created by ishvara by god that means it has a starting date and it will have an ending date it is not eternal it is not limitless in fact the only limitless thing is myself alone why is one self alone how can you come to this conclusion <laughs> because if there is such a thing as limitless it has to include me it cannot be outside of me and i can say there goes that wonderful limitlessness that is <laughs> that is madness because that that means that that limitless is excluding me if it's excluding me it is not limitless and the second thing that i have to know about that which is limitless is that <laughs> it is not created if it is created it it has a beginning date and an ending date this is what we call the pursuit of you know moksha this is moksha and that moksha is the the seeking of moksha is called the seeking of brahman which is limitless that is why it is called limitless nitya and this seeking of brahman alone is is in the form of atmagnyanam and if i keep seeking all kinds of things which are finite i will never seek the whole i will never seek the total and seeking is an as though seeking because there uh, i am already free i am already brahman i am already the solution to the problem that, that i think i am nothing can be uh, other than me can be the solution nothing other than you can be the solution no no heaven no purushartha nothing wherever you go you have to discover this truth and this in discriminating discriminative enquiry is what we call viveka it is a cognitive enquiry it implies cognitive skills and then it makes one objective viveka is there you become an objective person and then that you know that objectivity helps me to seek properly rather than get mixed up and mired in a whole lot of meaningless dead end pursuits thank you om tat sat